We are dealing with a series, Having Hope, when when things seem hopeless. This is the series we're dealing with. Having Hope, when things seem hopeless. I'd like for you to open up your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 4. Chapter 4, we'll be speaking of the words of Jesus. Now, this is not me speaking. This is a, these are Jesus' words, all right? So don't, don't, don't let, let's not get this twisted. And I'll be starting with verse 16. Luke chapter 4, starting with verse 16. The words of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to preach, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jackie Williams. I would like for you to read the, new, the King James Version of those scriptures, of that scripture, chapter 4, starting with verse 16. I just read the New International Version. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he sent into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Brother Williams. Having hope when there's when, there seem, when things seem hopeless. That is not my message today, but that is within the series. I will be preaching on the title, Getting Past the Pains of Your Past. Now, from the scripture he just read, I'm going to summarize that. As Jesus has the power to heal and restore, trust in him to build you up. He is our hope in this broken and sin sick world. So Jesus has the power. We are looking to have hope when things seem hopeless. We need to look unto Jesus because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. In Mark eleven twenty two it says, Have faith in God. I know we all have faith, right? But our faith may be misplaced. We might have our faith in ourselves. Our confidence may be in ourselves. Our confidence may be in our jobs. Our confidence may be in our husbands and our wives. Our confidence may be in our children. But the Bible says have faith in God. Our hope should be in God. So I'm looking at the pains of the past, right? We're dealing with getting past the pains of your past. Pain. Everybody has felt it. Amen? You may be victim, and you may have been recipient of pain, and you may have been the villain who dealt it. A past, everyone's got one. Say a past. Past. 
Everyone has one. Memories of yesterday. A time that's come and gone. A past. We all have one. Now, in our past, we may have been scarred by scandals, injured by injustice, become bitter from betrayal, wounded by wickedness, and left alone by loss and lies. If you are presently being plagued by the pains of your past, it can fill you with fear. It can freeze your faith. And it can forfeit a fulfilling future. But there is hope, isn't there? There is hope in Jesus Christ. Because he is a healer. He is a restorer of broken hearts and broken minds. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. I know y'all know what it says, but I'm going to have Jackie read it anyway. But I'm going to read it. It says, it, it says that. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. All right. Amen. We see that we will have to address the pains of our past through confession, through repentance, and through forgiveness. Psalm 51, it reads about David. When David sinned with Bathsheba, he had to go before the Lord, humble, and he prayed. Jackie, go Psalm 51. Thou 
Amen. You see that David had to go before the Lord because of his sin. Self-inflicted pain. You know, some of us are doing that to ourselves, right? That's what sin does to us. Sin tears us down. Sin causes our lives to be miserable. So we are carrying around all this baggage, all this hurt, and all this pain. Some of it self-inflicted. Somebody might have hurt you. And you're carrying around pain. And you're carrying around unforgiveness. Because you won't let go, you keep the pain. It's not that you are having any power because you're holding that bitterness in your heart. It's actually destroying you. So we have to let go. If, if someone has wronged us, the pain that we're carrying, we're destroying ourselves. We need to be forgiving. The Lord's Prayer says that what? Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We want the Lord to forgive us, but we don't want to forgive others, right? We want to carry around that baggage, don't we? Give me that garbage bag, Esther. This is my pain. This is my past. Woe is me. Woe is me. Woe is me. You know what? Just let that go. Nah. This is mine. I don't want to let it go. Hebrews 12 and 1 says, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. And let us look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We need to lay aside our weight and sin. Our weight and our sin might be something from our past that has hurt us. Let us be forgiving and let us forgive. There's power in forgiveness. There's release in forgiveness. We don't have to walk around with all this burden. Because the Lord, well, you see that the scripture, what the Lord was anointed. To heal the brokenhearted. He was anointed to preach good news to the poor. He was anointed to free those who were captive. We are prisoners of our own soul. Let me share a poem with you that I had wrote. It's called Life Sentence, Sentence to Life. How long is my sentence? The length is up to me. I built a prison for my spirit. Now I'm afraid to get set free. I don't like these bars of scars. But I'm too afraid to make a change. My comfort zone keeps me all alone, isolated, distant, and strange. In my jail cell, prison hell, I'm not coming out, and you can't come in. If you try to get close, you're going to get a dose of the bitterness that's embedded within. I self-socialize and overanalyze, dissecting my world with a knife. I'm a prisoner of my own soul, refusing parole, serving a life sentence. To life. This, this, this is the state of a lot of people. We are living in spiritual paralysis. Amen? Spiritual paralysis. We can't go forward 
because we refuse to put down and put get past our past. We don't want to face ourselves. I need to go forward. I need to go forward. I need to go forward. But you know what? I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Because I'm trying to do it myself. I get to a point that, you know what? Uh, okay, yeah, I want to go forward. Yeah, it's time to move forward. I'll share something with you. When I first got saved, I was just so excited. And I was so excited that, you know, I got so bold and stupid that I asked for some trials. You know, because I felt like, oh, I'm, you know, it's so good to be a Christian. Everybody should be a Christian. This is easy. And then I, I said, I want some trials. Not knowing that they was coming anyway, whether I asked them or not. They was coming. And when they came, he started revealing things to me in my sleep at night. I said, I wanted to grow. I was like, oh, no, no, no. After he started showing me. At night, in my bed, I was experiencing paralysis. And I had to get to the point to where I was like, okay, because was, I was still with fear. I was like, what is going on here? I couldn't move. Just shaking, just like, I don't know what's happening here. Well, I had to get to the point that says, I need to see what's going on here. Let's, let's let this thing progress. So through time, some nights it happened. And at one point, I was in my bed, and I was looking in my mirror. And I saw something come off of me. Calvin, I want to go forward, right? I asked for some trials, right? I need to see the truth. I need to see what's holding me back, right? I'm discouraged. I turn around. I turn back. I say I want to move forward again. It means I got to face whatever it is that's holding me back. Okay? I need to get forward. I need to move forward. You know what was revealed to me? What was revealed to me, what was holding me back, was me. That's what I saw come off of me. It was me. So when we are carrying around so many weights and sins, it's not because of somebody else. It's always us, right? It's always us. It's, like, it's, me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. You know, standing in the need of prayer. It's me. We need the help. We need to see ourselves. When we get into the word, the word should be revealing us to us. Not revealing somebody else to you. Oh, the Lord revealed this to me about so-and-so. What did the Lord reveal to you about you? That's the question. Because you're the one that's going to have to grow. You know, that the purpose of us is to learn to love. And what's holding us and keeping us back from love is ourselves. Because we don't want to let go of ourselves. <laughs> Isaiah 40 and 31. It is a promise of renewed strength for those that put their trust in God. Jackie Williams, you know what to do. 
There is hope, right? There's hope for renewed strength. That we, if we look to Jesus, he shall renew us. If we look to our Father God, he shall renew us when things seem hopeless. Because he is our hope and our faith is in him. Let us not just have faith, but let us have faith in God. Mark 11:22. What is faith? It says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I believe the Lord has given me my own definition of what faith is. Can I, can I share it with you? Faith is having the audacity and spiritual capacity to be fully convinced in God's ability to bring the hope of the unseen into reality. That's faith. And without it, you cannot please God. Without faith, you cannot please God. Isn't that our goal? We want to live for God. We want to please him, right? So we have to have faith in God. Not in ourselves, because it's not about us. Philippians, I'm going to leave you with this exhortation. Philippians 3 and 13. We're going to go ahead and put our past, the pains of our past behind us. Jackie Williams, do your thing. I'm going to summarize that in my own words. What he says is, put behind your past mess. Put on the press. Look to Jesus, be a blessing to others, and be blessed. To close out with this scripture, with this, with this poem that he gave me, it's entitled, He Wants You to Know. There is hope where you can't cope with this journey called life. There is love from above to conquer envy, hatred, and strife. There is peace so soothing and sweet to ease your troubled mind. Ask the Lord for his peace. Seek peace, and you will find. There's comfort for the brokenhearted, the lonely, and prisoners of fear. The Lord Jesus wants to help you get past the pain of your past. Call on him, and he will draw near. I thank the Lord for this opportunity to speak to his people. Amen. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah for that powerful word. Amen. Is there somebody here that's dealing with their past? They need to let it go. Need to let it go. Need to leave that garbage down. I'm glad he left it here at the altar. It says somebody need to come and lay your garbage here at the altar. You need to lay your past down and just trust Jesus. He closed out that I press on towards the mark in Christ Jesus. There's someone here that's searching for Christ Jesus. There's someone here that wants to let go. 
the pains that you have. You, you may already know Christ, but you just want to come forward. We want to have pastors all pray over you. If you just need to let go of the pains of your past, there's somebody here. Don't, don't be ashamed. It's all right. We all have something we got to deal with. If there's something you just need to let go, just come on forward. Amen. We are, may we stand to our feet. We just want to open up the doors of the church and come for this time of desire. Amen. Amen. There's someone else. If there's someone else that's want to come, we're going to have the pastor pray and just say we let go the pains of our past. And let God just renew us daily. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm glad that he's a mind regulator. Amen. Amen. There's someone else. There's someone else. Amen. 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 Deacons, if we can come around, those that come forward, amen, and have Pastor Saul pray. No, you, you. Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you and praise you, Lord, for your power, Heavenly Father. We thank you and praise you, Lord, for your delivering power, Lord. We thank you and praise you, Lord, for your healing and restoring power, Lord, Heavenly Father. We pray right now, Heavenly Father, those who are gathered here for prayer, Lord, that, Lord, that they would put behind the pains of their past, Lord, that they would look unto you, Heavenly Father, for renewed strength, Heavenly Father, for renewed spirit, Heavenly Father, for a renewed mind, Heavenly Father, to heaven, Father, that you would heal their broken hearts, Heavenly Father. That you would touch them, Heavenly Father. That you would move in their lives, Heavenly Father, in such a way, Heavenly Father, that they know it is you, Heavenly Father. Oh, bless, Lord. Let them let go, Heavenly Father. Help them to surrender unto you, Heavenly Father. Oh, Lord, cover them and touch them, Lord. Heal them, Heavenly Father, where they are weak, Heavenly Father. Build them up, Heavenly Father, and give them strength, oh, Father God. Oh, Lord, you know, Heavenly Father, what's in their hearts. You know the things that they're going through, Heavenly Father. And we, Heavenly Father, we just pray, Heavenly Father, that you would search their hearts and their minds, Heavenly Father. That they would lay down their sins, Heavenly Father. That they would lay aside their weight, Heavenly Father. That they would look unto Jesus. For Jesus is a healer. And he is a restorer. And that there is hope in Jesus Christ. So, bless, Lord, let them look to the hills. For whence cometh their help? Their help cometh from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. So, Lord, give them strength that they might, might, they might mount up with wings like an eagle, that they might run and not be weary, that they might walk and not become faint, Heavenly Father. We thank you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we praise you and thank you. Amen.
this is our prayer for you. This is your prayer right now. Father, right now, Zion is that place for me to come, for me to grow, for me to be, be the awesome man and woman of God you've called me to be, to be a part of this local fellowship as they want to reach this community, almighty God. Allow me just to, ju- to walk this island, join this fellowship, God, and, and join with the pastors and the deacons and the fellow members, and let us work together, Father, to continue to building your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Maybe stand as we extend our hands and open up the doors of the church. As you have the deacons stand and walk in the aisles, we stand up just to make it a little bit easier for you to come on down. We extend our hands to you.